0: It really comes down to how can you spend the most time doing what you actually
1: enjoy doing. That should be the goal for everybody. Welcome to the Inspire Podcast, where we examine what it takes to intentionally inspire. I'm your host, Bart Eignol, President and CEO of The Humphrey Group. And if you've ever asked yourself, how can you develop an authentic leadership presence? Or how can you tell stories that have people hanging off every word well, then this podcast is for you. And it's not just for executives. This is a podcast for anyone who wants to influence and inspire others in their work, but also in their life. So my guest on today's episode of the Inspire Podcast is Michael Mara. And Michael is the founder of Entra, which is a uh, new social network for entrepreneurs. Is that, is that a good description of it? Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. And uh, I've joined. It's cool. Uh, and I know we'll we'll talk a bit more about it, but uh, really glad to have you on the podcast today. You are tackling the new rules of communication in this world, this virtual world that we find ourselves in. And I think, you know, in our planning conversation, what really grabbed my attention is you have insights through the business of Entra of how you'd have to Thrive in this new mixed reality. How you have to build your career, network, and I think a lot of people who listen, uh, who are you know looking for jobs, simply looking to build connections, are going to really benefit from what you have to say. So, thanks so much for coming on the pod.
0: Yeah, I, uh, thanks for having me, Bart. Uh, super happy to be here, and this is my favorite subject to talk about. So, I'm, I'm very,
1: very excited. Maybe I'll I'll let you start with your your business. Like, what is Entra for those who uh, may not have heard of it yet?
0: Sure. Yeah. So you described it perfectly. Uh, we're a social network for entrepreneurs and what we like to define as the future of work. So nowadays, the word entrepreneur means a lot, and a lot of people describe themselves as an entrepreneur, uh, even though they're you know one entrepreneur might be doing something drastically different from another, and you know the the tech startups and tech founders get a lot of the publicity and. You know they've raised this much money and they're going public and all this stuff, but really, the majority of entrepreneurs are these solopreneurs, these freelancers, and then there's also entrepreneurs and people working within companies that are building products and innovating and things so the at the end of the day, you know we're focused on really building this social experience where anyone can easily become an entrepreneur or get into a community of like-minded people to discuss innovation, creativity, the future, right? And and that's um, a very important thing for a, a lot of you know people that are getting into this because oftentimes entrepreneurs are very lonely. They don't know who to talk to about this stuff. They don't know how to go about starting a business, how to get investors or find co-founders and, and all of those things. And the future of work and you know, this mixed reality, which we'll get into, things are changing drastically. And if you don't understand how to make money online, or if you don't understand uh, the right skill sets that are valuable to the, you know, marketplace, the open marketplace over the next five to 10 years, that you're going to be struggling and there's going to probably not be a job or opportunities for you, um, or they're going to be very, very limited.
1: Yeah, it's the world is changing. I mean, I, I saw like just an analogy is I saw, you know, dating, you know, online dating. I like think everyone knows the number one way that people meet now. And so was, I, I kind of think of it like in the work world, if you if you just want to date in person, you're going to have trouble meeting someone when the majority of the world is online. And I think the same thing is happening in the world of, of work, uh, the work that you do, but also how you build your social network, how you create community. It has to happen online. And, you know, this past year has shown that. So Tell me, you use that term mixed reality, like, tell me what that is and how you kind of think about it in terms of, um, being successful now.
0: For sure. And, and that was a great way to, uh, put it with, you know, the concept of how dating has changed and, and that's shifting to a lot of other industries, right. Where, uh, the, the beginning of a relationship is mostly happening online now and, um, even post COVID, when things get back to normal or you know back to in person and things like that, people are still going to be doing much more Zoom meetings or ENTRE meetings or you know meeting on Clubhouse or other social platforms or this or that, and then you know maybe meeting in person, um, that the, you know traveling to a meeting, traveling. Uh, whether that's in a car or subway or a plane, it's it's not going to be as common as it once used to be, except for very important meetings uh, for the most part. So this mixed reality is you have to understand the digital economy, how to communicate digitally, how to work digitally and in this virtual space and be productive in that. And if you because it's only going to enhance the, you know, the, the physical uh, communication and working environment. And the people who are struggling to work uh, virtually and, and not being productive doing that are probably going to have a hard time in the future because there's so many companies shifting to remote only or work from anywhere and it, it, it makes sense because most people can just work online, and the companies save money by not having expensive offices and you know providing all of the you mm-hmm. know amenities that come with that too. So there's 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 a lot of pros for both the company and mm-hmm. the and the workers, but the workers who aren't doing well or being productive in this mixed reality are going to have a hard time going Mm -hmm. forward. So that's why it's just so critical to get really good at Mm -hmm. all these digital skills that are valuable right now.
1: Is there a different way? So if you you think about this future of work, which I guess is here now, is there a different way that uh, success is going to be measured or or the different way that you're going to get career advancement? Yeah, the,
0: the best way I can explain it is Skills are gonna be much more valuable than experience. Hmm. And what I mean by that is as long as you can do something, improve it and get that done and have the portfolio to back mm-hmm. it up, or you know, have that skill set that the marketplace needs, mm-hmm. you are gonna be just fine hmm. if you are relying on your experience, you know, at a company or at a university or you know, uh credentials and, you know, whatever you wanna, you know, whatever <laughs> you know, three letter characters you want to put after your name, you're you're it's not gonna be as important going forward. It, it's really mm-hmm. gonna be meaningless. Mm-hmm. And um so what is gonna be extremely valuable going forward is skill sets, skills over experience, right? And then also the ability to adapt, learn, and you know, uh, pivot and or just like understand the new um, the, like new skills that are coming in. Because if you look at the so even social media is a very easy one because it changes so fast. But if you look at what was valuable in social media, like as a marketing person mm-hmm. 10 years ago, mm-hmm. it's, com- it, it, it's so different now. Right now, it's like, well, do you know short-term video content? Because that's that's the best, right? And and TikTok and and now Clubhouse is new, right? So you have to get good at audio and how to program and do rooms and events and all of that stuff. So there's there's so many new skills that are coming, like within just the last year. That as a company, if you're not doing those things, you you don't understand those things, or you're in marketing and you don't understand. TikTok and short form video content or audio rooms and you're not learning that stuff and you're not playing around with these new platforms, you're going to be, you know, you're going to be left behind.
1: Right. And I think for for people listening who maybe they're not a company, but they're you know professional mid-career, there's probably also the thought, you know, typical that they have to adapt to how they're building their career, right? Like even within companies. How are you advising people or seeing successful, like how do people pursue building their network now, for example, in this new mixed reality? That's a great question. And... Because they may not be able to go back and like learn Clubhouse and learn... Totally. You know, audio production, but they but may still wonder like, how do I thrive in this, in this new world?
0: Networking has obviously changed a lot with COVID, right? Mm-hmm. And over the last, you know, year... You couldn't really do much networking in person, and that's usually most people at in, in corporate companies. They would do most of their networking at events or conferences and trade shows and things like that, um, industry kind of events. And those will obviously get back to you know th- those will come back and and they'll be good, and you know, people should be going to those. But while you know in the meantime and you know, when those aren't happening, and most people maybe go to one or two, three conferences a year or something like that, they, they should be networking online. Hmm. And where you network online is determined by what industry you're in, what interests you, and what type of audience you're trying to attract and get to know.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, but the way that people are doing online networking right now is changing so much. And especially, you know, with... The uh, explosion of kind of this live streaming stuff that's right. happening, and in live events, um, because Clubhouse has really changed the dynamic for virtual events. Clubhouse kind of, in a way, killed virtual events.
1: Okay, and you got to tell me, I feel I feel old here. I'm like outing myself. Like maybe I've crossed into the like I'm an old guy. <laughs> so what is Clubhouse? Give me the give me the, yeah, the goals So
0: so Clubhouse is this new audio-only social network, Hmm. right? And basically, for people who aren't familiar, it's a super simple app, but it's growing like crazy. They have probably 10 million users or more now. They already raised over $100 million from Andreessen Horwitz, already got valued at over a billion dollars. Right now, it's on iOS only as well, but it's an audio-only platform, and their whole thing is these rooms. So a room is basically a live... a a live stream, essentially, but it's a group live stream. So you can have a bunch of people talking at the same time, like on Hmm. stage, right? So if you can imagine a virtual event or a Zoom, if you can imagine a Zoom, Mm -hmm. um, but there's a feed of a bunch of different Zooms with a bunch of different people talking about different topics going on, and you can jump into any of them.
1: And is it... Uh, something where you pay or is it nope, something it's it's totally free. It's totally free. So that's that's the other thing, right? And that's why
0: they needed to raise so much money because huh. it costs so much for streaming all of that and servers. Wow. So what what they've done is like right now, I can go on the Clubhouse, start a room, and because we have like I have almost twelve thousand followers and we have one of the biggest clubs with one hundred and fifty thousand followers on there, mm-hmm. we can literally get instantly with doing no marketing nothing i could start a room right now and get at least over 100 people into that room instantly amazing listening into whatever topic that i want to talk about
1: and can you interact
0: with them or are they just listening yes so i can i can bring them on stage so people can raise their hand i can bring them up to talk i can invite other people into the room and bring them up to speak as well and and that's yeah, so so this is what's changing so much. We've already built this into Entra as well. Hmm. So every other social platform is going to have something similar to this because this is the future of virtual networking. Hmm. Twitter already rolled out Twitter Spaces, which is a very similar concept. Hmm. Uh, Instagram just rolled out Live Rooms, which is similar but video, and they you can now have four people on a live stream at the same time. So live streaming – Audio and you know the future of social networking is becoming an instant. Um, it's it's
1: becoming instantaneous. So yours. So th- so you're plugged in. I mean, it's really cool talking to you and getting your perspective. And you run a social network. You're integrated with these social networks. You've you've seen on the front lines like how people are networking now, how people are making connections, how people are like building businesses, building networks. So, are there some kind of big, like if you had three big conclusions or pieces of advice that you've drawn for people listening who want to advance themselves in this new world what would what would they be so paying attention to
0: like trends is it's something that I honestly spend so much time focusing mm-hmm. on because if you can catch trends early you can you can be way ahead of the curve, right? So anytime someone drops a new app, social app, anyone some sometime drops a new feature, mm-hmm. I am on that as soon as it comes out hmm. instantly, right? And uh, Or I'm trying to research and understand what it is and how it works and all of that. And the reason that we were able to build one of the largest clubs on Clubhouse. And the reason why I've been able to grow a following myself on there is because we got on early and we used it and worked it and understood how how to use it well and how to grow it. Right. Like we're doing Mm -hmm. a room in a couple weeks with the co-founder of Netflix. There's Mm -hmm. people emailing me, hitting me up all the time because Clubhouse is becoming very popular. Mm -hmm. Um so because we were on there early and because we were able to grow a following early, now as people join were catching that wave, hmm. right? Same thing happens with any social platform. I wasn't as tapped into I am now when Twitter and Instagram and all these other platforms came out, which I wish I was, <laughs> like if I was where I am at right now, back then, I would have a massive following on hmm. all of these platforms. Um, but, you know, catching trends is huge.
1: And so do you think that that people, like if, you, if you're thinking about someone who's a, obviously your, your business is network, what about people who are, say, in companies or, um, you know, solopreneurs? Like, should they also be following for trend, following trends? And if so, percent. how so? Yeah, 100%. Because, um, and, and it depends,
0: right, on they should be watching trends in their industries, right? And okay. in a lot of, you know, not necessarily social platforms, but a lot of other things, you know, change many other industries as well. You know what I mean? So, But even just things happening within whatever industry, whether that's real estate, whether that's construction, whether that's whatever, there's always opportunity to look out for the latest trends, right? And things are moving so fast right now, and every industry has massive things changing Mm -hmm. with technology, right, in whatever industry you're in whether that's health or anything. Mm-hmm. There's, there's something getting disrupted right now in almost any industry with technology and a digit being like in the cloud digitally and virtually. So whatever industry you're in, if you don't understand what's, what's the best tech, what's the best cloud you know, software or digital platform or virtual platform for my industry mm-hmm. and the skill set that's needed, then that's where you should be, you know. Tr- that, that's exactly where you need to be focusing and in, in trying to see who's got the best tech out there for my industry. What's the best startup that's growing really fast in, in this industry? Because you're going to then be so far ahead of the game. You could then even go to your boss or, you know, the CEO of your company and be like, hey, have you seen this? you should check this out. Mm -hmm. They're developing this technology. We might be able to even implement this to automate a lot of our processes and streamline everything with the software. So if you're ahead of the curve, if you are learning and understanding the top trends in in your industry, in the top technology in your industry, you're going to be just fine.
1: Hmm. So, and let me ask you one question then on that. If People are listening and they're saying, okay, like I don't have all the time in the world. What would be the number one social network that you believe would help them tap into trends that they should join and why? So that's
0: a really interesting question. I would say, so it's a, it's a few things. Um, number one, uh, it kind of depends on your industry. Right. <laughs> what, and and it's, it's honestly a combination of a few things. Okay. Right. You're going to want to be on um, it, it, Let's just use the use case of tech, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, um, the best place to find tech news and, and all of that is probably uh, TechCrunch and Crunchbase and also Twitter news, right? Especially if you follow the right people on Twitter, you're going to know about apps, features, anything that anyone's coming out with. So part of it is staying on top of news. And then the other part of it is understanding what uh, people are, how they're using that. And one of the most interesting things that's happening right now with short form video content and what TikTok did, and now what Instagram's doing with Reels and what YouTube is now doing with YouTube Shorts, is there's so many people using these, and we're doing this too, right? And Entra. In, in my opinion, is going to be the best place to find all of this latest news because we're actually aggregating hmm. all of the news that's happening on all these different sites that I mentioned mm-hmm. into right on our homepage in this in a, in a news feed that's uh, curated for tech startups and entrepreneurship and mm-hmm. business, right? And also right. stock ticker and stuff. But right now, it's a combination of understanding the news and mm-hmm. getting all of those insights as to what's happening. And then also watching short form video content hmm. because what what people are doing is they're watching the news, then they're making 30-second 30, 30 to sixty seconds videos on what has just happened. Hmm. And and then they're doing a tutorial or they're showing you what it looks like or they're you know giving you some insights right. into the news. So hmm. it's a combination of understanding the news and then going looking on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube wow. and stuff for these short form video content that's explaining the news. And those two things are yeah. is, is going to be the best way to um, catch trends, be on top of everything in your industry, uh, at least for the next five years, for sure.
1: And what I like about your answer is that, you know, obviously it would be easy to say, oh, you know, join this network. But what I'm really hearing, I think people should take away is you got to know your industry. You've got to understand where to get your news. But you also have to be aware and comfortable with these new platforms from a social standpoint, because that is where you're going to get the most up-to-date and relevant content. So even if you're not starting a business, you need to brush up and and get comp, you know, get comfortable with this. Is that, is that fair?
0: Yeah. And you know, everyone's different, right? Everyone likes taking in content in different ways and you know, depending on the type of platform you like to use and you're comfortable using, most of the times if you use a tool right, it will it can work for you. Um, that's just what we've, like what I've seen and a lot of the people that I know that are really in the know, how they use it. Um, and, you know, with Entra, we're hoping to streamline a lot of this. Like I was saying, we're aggregating a lot of the news for people. And then you also be able to filter content right on the homepage as well. Um, right now, it's just, you know, not at the scale that would be, you know, as, as some of these other much larger social platforms. But over the next year, over the next 12 to 18 months, we're planning to, you know, start scaling. And at that point, it's going to really be, in my opinion, it, for people that are in tech startups and entrepreneurship in that scene, you know, we want it to be the best.
1: So the first, first secret I'm taking away is be on top of the trends, be on top of the technology. What's your second piece of advice or secret for people looking to thrive in this mixed reality? You have to
0: understand what lifestyle you want to live in Mm -hmm. and then uh, basically reverse engineer back from that. So a lot of people, for example, think they want to start a tech startup Right. right? because it's fancy, it's cool, it's hot. You know, there's a lot of money involved in it, right? If it goes well but a lot of people don't understand the lifestyle that Mm -hmm. you actually live when you're doing that. It's you're working crazy hours. You have a massive responsibility. You're dealing with a lot of people. You have to hire, you have to deal with investors. Mm -hmm. You, you, you don't really get um, a lot of necessarily freedom in the sense to, you know, be flexible and whatnot. You kind of have to get things done. So, um, what I tell what what I tell people is, you should understand what actual lifestyle you want. There's nothing wrong with having a career at a job at a company that you really enjoy. You know how much you're making. You have a great salary, and you know you you're, it's 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 very you know stable. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But you're not you know into that. You're not going to necessarily grow and pay all that much. And, you know, it, it depends on the lifestyle that you want to live. So right. that lifestyle is great for a lot of people. You know, building a tech startup, some people are, are okay with those responsibilities and, and that extreme side of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And then other people want to have much more flexible lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. Have an online business, set their own hours, you know, outsource a lot of it, automate a lot of it, have more passive income. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with that either, and that's probably what the majority of people would like to be in, right? Where they're kind of just you know working a little bit, a lot of their revenue is coming in automatically, um, or it's passive income and whatnot, and and you know there's there's that side of it too. So like a big part of this is understanding who you are and, mm-hmm. and yourself, then you know making sure. You're staying on top of trends and the timing is right for, right. you know, whatever it is that you're you're interested in doing, whether that is starting a business or making sure you're staying on top of the latest trends in your mm-hmm. industry, even if you just have a normal job.
1: And, and I imagine that once you have that clarity around like who you are, that then shapes how you communicate online. Like, do you see, like, do you kind of have to have a, a brand when you're out there on social that? you want to articulate, is that important for people?
0: Yeah, totally, and, and it depends too on if you want to build that personal brand, right? Hmm. Um, because not everyone likes being in the limelight like that. When you get into content creation, if, if that's what you like, what, want to do, mm-hmm. you know, be ready to have to be out there every single day putting out content for the public and people judging you constantly, right, right? for better or for worse. And, um, you know, so that that's one of the things, you know, one of the main uh, shifts that I made, oh, you know, a couple of years ago where I didn't really want to be like that. I didn't hmm. want to be a, a social media influencer or anything. I wanted to be more behind the scenes, really focus on the business and build mm-hmm. a tech startup. Hmm. So I got away from content and growing an Instagram following and all of that and being you know that because that doesn't fit the type of right. work work that I like doing. Hmm. So um, you know, nor does sitting behind a computer and coding all day. So right. I didn't really want to be a developer either. And um, you know, it it really comes down to how can you spend the most time doing what you actually enjoy doing. Hmm. That should be the goal for everybody.
1: What would be your third? So you got your you know your first tip was. You know, know the trends. Second tip is really have take that time to understand yourself, what you're after, who you want to be, and what kind of role you want to play in social. What's the what would be your third and final uh, secret for people listening who want to kind of build their connections in this world?
0: For sure, I think I think the third thing is um, you you really need to spend time once you understand those first two mm-hmm. to actually validate it and make sure that okay. People really do want this. This is this is a trend that is going to, you know, be emerging. This is something that I want to do. That people do want. And as fast as you can, you have to figure out if anyone wants what either you're building as a business, selling as a product, or the skill set that
1: you're learning or, or acquiring. Right. So, so how do you do that? Like, let's say you've got someone who's oh, I don't know, in the real estate space and they want to switch careers uh, in there. How do you validate once they've done that thinking and say, "Ah, oh, this is what I want to be. How do they go out and validate that someone does or doesn't
0: want it? Yeah, and that, that's all about experimenting and testing. Okay. So you, and there's, there's different ways of doing that. A lot of it comes down to just putting time into it and actually, just trying it out, and then um, you know, seeing you know if you enjoy it, see if you like it, see if there's anything there. Most of the time, if you're doing something right, there should shouldn't be too much friction involved. People should be jumping at the opportunity to work with you or hire you or whatever. Um, you know, if because everyone knows when they have something going. And then after that, it's just doubling down on it and really diving deep into that thing. But if you're hitting your head, if there's a lot of friction, if it's not going smoothly, then you're gonna want to think about switching, trying something else, or you know, see if you actually didn't put the right time into it to actually see if it was valuable.
1: And is there a way on like let's say you've got someone who's in a job, how could they use a platform like Clubhouse or you know, one of the other social platforms you've talked about? To test and validate whether they're they've got capabilities that others would be interested in hiring.
0: Yeah. So there's and and there's a few different strategies with this as well too, right? And it depends on who you're targeting. Um, so one, you need to understand where your audience is at mostly. So if you're targeting younger audience, go to you know TikTok and you know Snapchat and Instagram and stuff like that. If your ta- audience is older, maybe you know and you know, maybe target. Uh, Facebook and LinkedIn and stuff like that, right? Um, but the, the then the second thing is f- like really look at who's doing it the best. So who in your industry or who on social that is relatively in your niche or whatever is doing it the best? You don't necessarily have to reinvent the wheel. Most people who are putting out good content on social, like most of the top influencers across platforms, they're relatively putting out the same types of content right Right. they're using kind of the same font the same videos the same style and that's just different people right right talking about different things so understand who's doing it the best Mm -hmm. right and then understand what type of content is working the best for you Mm -hmm. so you you might not like doing video you might not like doing just you know you know, you might not like tweeting or writing on Medium or writing right. on LinkedIn or whatever, but you might like video or vice versa.
1: So and it sounds like whatever you you've got to find something. So if you you can find like if you decide you want to switch careers, you can find the thought leaders in whatever platform because you've been on top of the trends, you can learn from them and then you've got to produce content of some type. Is that right? If you expect to get noticed.
0: Exactly. I mean, it's if, if you don't do stuff, then there's no, <laughs> there's, yeah. there's no, there, if there's no input, there's no output.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, that for a lot of people, just that's that's a huge takeaway. Like you have to produce content now if you want. I mean, obviously, if you just want to stay exactly where you are, maybe not. But if you want to open minds, you know, create connections, I'm hearing from you that the content defines your online presence in, in this new mixed reality. Is that is that a fair comment? Exactly. And there's a lot of different ways to do content. Mm. So
0: find your lane. And this is why Clubhouse is really cool too, because it's audio only. Mm. So for me, I, I really like audio only. It's much more casual. Um, I get to, you know, really it's, it's a lot easier. You know, you don't have to like have video set up and camera and all video right. edit and all this stuff. Um, so you know, it, it depends on what you like. If you like doing a podcast, then get really good at doing a podcast, and you know, get into your your niche, like like you're doing Bart, and you know, really understand it and bring on you know great guests and all of that. Um, but maybe you, maybe you like doing TikToks, like it. Whatever lane you you like, just you know, go deep on that and just be consistent because right now, it's more about speed than anything. Hmm. So don't
1: worry about being perfect. (laughs) Oh
0: yeah, no, no, no. no. Like pump. We we are putting out one to three pieces like video pieces of video content a day on every platform easily. And anytime the news comes out, we're we're doing a TikTok. We're putting that up on IG Reels and we're throwing that on YouTube Shorts. Hmm. YouTube Shorts has completely ninety nine percent of all of our YouTube views has come in the last 90 days just because of YouTube Shorts. Hmm.
1: And is this like the mini version? It's like the TikTok of YouTube, basically?
0: Yes. It's not even out in the U.S. yet, like publicly. Um, So, like, they were testing in India first. Now they start opening up a little bit more. But, I mean, we have, you know, a little under, I think we have, like, 2,000 subscribers or something because it's not, like, you know, a huge focus for us. But we had a video go over 2 million views, Right, and you know we only have two thousand, and most of those subscribers came from that video too. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been insane, and and that's what I mean about you know if, if you understand the trends because right now the best organic reach on social mm-hmm. media by far is short form video content on TikTok and YouTube Shorts. There's mm-hmm. nothing even
1: close. It's a whole new world. I, I, I'm mindful of our time. So I do want to ask you one final question. And so you've talked about all the things you should do. And these are, it's eye-opening for, I'll just say for me personally, you know, one of the things I love about this podcast is this chance to learn. And so it's like, I'm taking away everything down from like what clubhouse is to, you know, this new imperative to create content. Uh, my last question for you is this, what's the biggest mistake that people who may be jumping into this world. Finding the, where they want to create content. What's the biggest mistake people should watch out for?
0: One goes back to, you know, this consistency thing. Mm-hmm. If you're not consistent, if you're not putting out a content, you know, uh, in volume, you, you're, you're going to be struggling to, you know, uh, unless you're producing at such a high quality and you have such influence Um, that's kind of the only way around that in a sense. Um, but regardless, you have to be consistent anyway. Um, and then the the second thing would be being inauthentic. So right now people, especially Gen Z and the younger generation can sniff out inauthentic people in a second. And if they feel like you're selling them, if they feel like you're not being genuine, they're, they're, they're not going to interact with you and they're not going to engage with you. So, You have to do things by putting value first, for sure. Um, And you have to come, you know, and, and not just putting value first, but making sure that you know for a fact whatever your content or whatever you're giving away or whatever value you're providing is definitely valuable for them. A lot of people think that they're put adding value by giving people a free ebook or whatever, right. but there's a million of those and all this other stuff out there. So um, it, it's really understanding that.
1: Well, this this has been eye opening for me. I, uh, you know, I, I I still think of myself as young. I'm 41, but I guess I'm not I'm not as young as I used to be. And it's great to talk to someone just on the cutting edge of the digital age, digital networking. Um, you know, I'm really appreciative of all you've shared. This is this mixed reality you've described. I think is just so powerful. I think at the Humphrey group, you know, we've, we've been through the same thing where everything we do now is digital and virtual. And even when the world becomes healthy again, this world is here to stay. So really appreciate you, Michael, coming on and and sharing your wisdom with me. Bart, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. And if people want to sign up for Entra. um, where should they go?
0: Yeah, so the best place is just join Entra.com. And um, entre is probably just like entrepreneur. They can also look it up on the app stores, just E-N-T-R-E. And then um, yeah, if anyone wants to reach out, just let me know. I'm always on there so they can direct message me too. So uh, Yeah, and we'll, and we'll adds, put a
1: link in the show notes and uh, to your other connections. So uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, thanks so much for coming on. For sure. Thanks so much for having me, Bart. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Michael Mara. What a uh, digital native. I, I feel like uh, there's so much happening now in terms of new platforms and new mediums to communicate. And it really drives home to me that you need to embrace lifelong learning mindset in terms of how and where to communicate. So lots of good stuff to take away. Hope you'll join me next time for a fascinating conversation with John and Deb, who are the two principals of The Submarine Way, a company that teaches a unique approach to inclusion based on John's career, spent over two decades on nuclear submarines for the U.S. Navy, and took that experience in incredibly inhospitable environments of knitting crews together and applies it to uh, organizations. So great conversation. Tune in next time. I know there's a lot to enjoy there. In the meantime, if you haven't already, please rate, review the pod. It's an easy way for others to find the Inspire Podcast. Talk to you next time.